Hi, this is Hamida from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 11th of May. India reported the single biggest spike in coronavirus cases today morning at 4,213. The total number of confirmed cases in the country has crossed 67,000. Of these, more than 20,000 have recovered, while 44,000 remain active. The death toll as of today morning was at 2,206. The government has projected India to have 65,000 COVID-19 cases by May 15. Maharashtra remained at the top with more than 22,000 confirmed cases and 800 deaths. With a few days left until the third phase of the lockdown slated to end on May 17, Prime Minister Narendra Modi held another meeting with chief ministers through video conferencing at 3 p.m. today. Unlike previous meetings, all chief ministers were expected to be given an opportunity to share their views. In a separate video conference with the cabinet secretary, state chief secretaries highlighted the stepping up of economic activities in a calibrated manner. According to the Indian Express, state chief ministers are favoring graded relaxation. With regards to the same, the booking for tickets of the Indian Railways was slated to start from 4 p.m. today as trains resume operations from tomorrow onwards. No concession fee will be allowed. The fares of these trains will be the same as Rajdhani trains. This means that all of these will be air-conditioned trains and will be available on premium fares. Shramik special trains will run with its full capacity of around 1600 instead of the current 1200 passengers. It will now have up to 3 stoppages other than the final stoppage in the destination state. The decision is in alliance with the government's latest move to restart passenger train services gradually from tomorrow. The states were told about the move yesterday. On the occasion of National Technology Day, Prime Minister Modi today hailed all those at the forefront of research and innovation to defeat the virus and remembered the exceptional achievement of the country's scientists in carrying out the 1998 Pokhran nuclear tests. These tests were second in line after the first one was carried out in 1978. The tests carried out by late former president APJ Abdul Kalam along with the weaponization of strategic missile systems made India a nuclear weapon state. Dr. Soumya Swaminathan, the chief scientist at the World Health Organization, said today that the world will not have enough vaccines to fight COVID-19 if India is not involved in the vaccine manufacturing. Speaking at a virtual meet organized by the Confederation of Indian Industry on the occasion of National Technology Day, she said that India has a key role to play in the fight against COVID-19. She later added that countries must review the weaknesses in their present healthcare systems owing to the pandemic. The Ministry of Home Affairs has asked all states to ensure that no healthcare workers are blocked after Noida, Ghaziabad and Gurugram did not allow doctors to travel to Delhi. The ministry in a letter said that any restrictions on frontline workers could lead to severe restraints in rendering COVID and non-COVID medical services. It said that private clinics including nursing homes and labs should also be allowed to be open. In a separate letter, the ministry today directed all states and union territories to ensure migrant workers do not resort to walking on roads, rail tracks and use available special trains. The ministry said that in case they are found in such condition, they should appropriately be counseled, taken to nearby shelters and provided with food, water, etc. till such time they are facilitated to board the shramik special trains or buses to their native places. The health ministry has said that patients in home isolation can end the quarantine after 17 days of onset of symptoms and no fever for 10 days. As per the revised guidelines issued on Sunday, patients with mild coronavirus symptoms will need no further testing after the home isolation period is over. A senior resident doctor of AIMS took off his protective gear and put himself at risk. 
to save a critical coronavirus patient while shifting him to the intensive care unit. The doctor, who hails from Jammu and Kashmir's Anantnag district, has been advised to remain in quarantine for 14 days. The incident took place inside an ambulance around 2 a.m. on Friday. According to reports, the doctor, Zahid Abdul Majid, was called for shifting a COVID-19 intubated patient to the ICU in the Ames Trauma Center. When he reached the ambulance, he had difficulty in ventilating the patient and suspected accidental extubation. Due to poor visibility through the PPE inside the ambulance, Zahid decided to remove the goggles and face shield and then re-intubated the patient without further delay. The national capital has recorded close to 7,000 cases so far, with 73 deaths. Dear listeners, healthcare workers like Zahid have in India and all over the world been on the front line of the pandemic, trying to contain the deadly virus. An interview with New York Times senior journalist Michael Kirby Smith in the latest episode of NL Interview delves into his experience while documenting medical workers in a video called Heartache in the Hot Zone. The video was shot over two days at two hard-hit hospitals in the Bronx. And while it captures the physical and emotional toll on frontline workers, it also shows their unflinching dedication in the face of the pandemic. Go to our website or our YouTube channel to watch the interview. As we keep bringing such hard-hitting reports, interviews and podcasts so you can see the reality on ground, we require your support to keep going. It has now become more important than ever to serve you. So go to newslaundry.com, click on the subscribe button on the top right corner of the website and pay to keep news free. The lowest term starts at rupees 300 per month. In Haryana's Nuh district, after a gap of six days, a new coronavirus case emerged today. Officials have said that the person who tested positive is a health worker at the COVID hospital in the district. The Shaheed Hassan Khan Mevati Government Medical College is one of 43 dedicated COVID hospitals in the state. NU has so far recorded a total of 60 cases of coronavirus, of which 57 people have recovered and been discharged, and only three are undergoing treatment at present. Kasara Gud, which is the hotspot at Kerala's northern side, reported Sunday that the district's last positive patient has returned home after being cured. According to district officials, they were able to catch up with the outbreak and get ahead by adopting an evolving strategy that include a tweaked quarantine protocol of up to 55 days, intensive sealing of local hotspots, and aggressive home surveys. The district accounts for nearly 35% of the state's COVID count, with 178 of 512 cases. Officials said that due to densely populated municipality areas and coastal villages and large families, even the concept of home quarantine was tweaked. Instead of saying home quarantine, the phrase room quarantine was used. And if you wish to have easier access to our Daily Dose podcast, we've got news for you. This podcast is part of the Google News Briefing Now, which is a quicker way of listening to our daily episodes. To access Daily Dose on your news app, go through these steps. First, ask your Google Assistant to play the news. Then, go to Settings, click on Add News Source and look for Daily Dose. Once you find us, select it and adjust the order according to your preference. Now, you're all set. All you have to do is tell Google to play the news and it should work. Now, on to international updates on coronavirus. More than 4 million cases of the coronavirus have been confirmed globally, with 1.4 million people having been recovered, according to a John Hopkins tally. More than 282,000 people have died from the virus. According to a European study, men's blood has higher levels of a key enzyme used by the new coronavirus to infect cells in comparison to women. This may explain why men are more vulnerable to the virus than women. The enzyme ACE2 is found in the heart, kidneys and other organs. 
In COVID-19, it is thought to play a role in how the infection progresses into the lungs. The study, published in the European Heart Journal, also found that widely prescribed drugs called ACE inhibitors or angiotensin receptor blockers did not lead to higher ACE2 concentrations and should therefore not increase the COVID-19 risk for people taking them. China and South Korea have recorded new spikes in coronavirus cases after the easing of lockdown restrictions. South Korea is currently on the race to track down and test thousands who might have been exposed to the virus at a number of nightclubs and bars in its capital, Seoul. This is after the country reported 69 new cases. China reported 17 new cases, including five in Wuhan. Saudi Arabia will triple its value-added tax and halt monthly handout payments to citizens in stringent new austerity guidelines. This comes after the country recorded low oil prices and an economic slump. The measures can lead to the cost of living rising and can spark public outrage. New Zealand will allow restaurants, cafes, cinemas and shopping centres to reopen, as well as travel within the country to resume from Thursday. It will ease most of the restrictions put in place to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said schools can open from May 18 and bars from May 21st. Gatherings would be limited to 10 people. Latin America's second-largest airline, Avianca Holdings, has filed for bankruptcy after failing to meet a bond payment deadline. Its pleas for coronavirus aid from Colombia's government have so far been unsuccessful. If it fails to come out of bankruptcy, the Bogota-based airline would be one of the first large carriers worldwide to go under as a result of the pandemic, which has crippled world travel. Avianca has not flown a regularly scheduled passenger flight since late March, and most of its 20,000 employees have gone without pay through the crisis. Now, on to non-coronavirus updates. The Delhi police, in a new twist to the boys' locker room case, revealed that the comment about gang rape on the Instagram group chat by Delhi schoolboys was never made in the chat room. Investigations have revealed that the comment was made by a girl posing as a boy, allegedly to test a boy's response. The girl and the boy are not linked to the group Boys Locker Room, but a screenshot of the Snapchat interaction was being shared on social media alongside those of the Instagram group and therefore got mixed up. The police said that no case will be registered against either the girl or the boy. According to reports, the purpose of her sending such chat messages using a fake identity was to check the reaction of the boy and the strength of his character. The boy refused to take part in the girl's fake plan and stopped communicating with her on Snapchat. He then discussed the hypothetical conversation of sexual assault with his friends, including the girl, and shared a screenshot. The girl, knowing it was her who started the discussion, didn't report the incident. One of the boy's friends shared the screenshot on Instagram. The police said that when the boy's locker room Instagram screenshots were revealed to others and started circulating on social media, the alleged Snapchat conversation also got mixed with it due to its sensational nature and due to its availability in different student groups. The police said that although creating a fake ID was wrong, the girl's intent was not malicious and therefore no complaint would be filed. A Bloomberg report has revealed that the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund and General Atlantic are looking into a possible investment in Indian billionaire Mukesh Ambani's geo platform. Saudi Arabia's public investment fund is considering buying a minority stake in Reliance Industries Limited's geo platforms unit. General Atlantic, the U.S. investment firm that helped fund Airbnb and Uber Technologies, is discussing a potential investment of about $850 million to $950 million. Any new investment into geo-platforms will add to the $8 billion deal that Ambani has sealed in recent weeks. Facebook in April agreed to pay $5.7 billion for a 10% stake in the digital unit, 
while Silver Lake Partners and Vista Equity Partners last week said they would invest about $2.25 billion in total. Investors are eyeing Jio's access to India's huge consumer market and its potential to move over traditional industries of retail to education and payments with its technology. Now, for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. In this episode of NL Hafta, our panel is joined by Yogita Limaye, the India correspondent for the BBC. They discuss the Pulitzer Prize, Karnataka's migrant workers, reopening of liquor stores and more. A snippet of this podcast called Chota Hafta is available for non-subscribers. To listen to the full podcast, subscribe to us. Also, don't forget to tune in to this week's Highway or My podcast, in which Rocky, Mayur, Abhinandan and Prashant talk about rabbit roast at Amma Mess and discovering Rocky's inner French Punjabi. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel.